Hello there. I'm David. And I read Wikipedia. And on this Leggy Tuesday, I'm going to be reading to you the Wikipedia article on ferret legging. Ferret dash legging, to be specific. With the subheading, it's an endurance test or stunt. Sometimes both. Ferret legging is an endurance test or stunt in which ferrets are trapped in trousers worn by a participant. The participant is often an idiot. Also known as put em down and ferret down trousers. To be, to be clear here, ferret dash down dash trousers. Ferret down trousers. It seems to have been popular among coal miners in Yorkshire, England. Contestants put live ferrets inside their trousers. The winner is the one who is last to release the animals. The world record is 5 hours and 30 minutes. It's a long time to spend with a couple of ferrets down your pants. We got a picture. It is a ferret. All I can see is the claws. I might otherwise, if this wasn't in the context of putting him down my pants, I would have perhaps said he was adorable if he was, say, eating a piece of cheese that was that was too big for him to be able to finish. I'd go, oh, look at that. that. He's not going to be able to finish that cheese. But no, it's just claws. It's all claws. If you would like to know, adult ferrets average about 18 inches, which is 460 millimetres, from nose to the tip of the tail. From their wet little nose to their tickly tail. I think you'd have a different experience of ferrets once you'd spent 5 hours and 30 minutes with one down your pants. Ferret legging may have originated during a time when only relatively wealthy in England were allowed to keep animals used for hunting, forcing poachers to hide their illicit ferrets in their trousers. Following a brief resurgence in popularity during the 1970s, it has been described as a dying sport. should be described as a dead sport, quite frankly. It shouldn't be described as a sport at all. Although a national ferret-legging event was held in Richmond, Virginia from 2003 to 2009. In the sport of... Oh no, we're heading. Description and rules. In the marvellous sport that is ferret-legging, competitors tie their trousers at the ankles before placing two ferrets inside and securely fastening their belts to prevent the ferrets from escaping. Each competitor then stands in front of the judges for as long as he can. Should be he or she can. I assume it's a sport for both sexes. Competitors cannot be drunk or dr- Really? That surprises me. Okay, now... Now I want to know what sort of person is doing this sober. Who does not need alcohol to drive them to put two ferrets down their pants? with it fastened around their ankles, belt tied tightly. Each competitor then stands in front of the judge for as long as he can. Competitors can be drugged, nor can the ferrets be drunk or drugged. In addition, competitors are not allowed to wear underwear beneath their trousers, which must allow the ferrets free access from one ball to the other, from one leg to the other. And the ferrets must have a full set of teeth. Jesus, this just gets worse. And a full set of teeth that must not have been filed or otherwise blunted. The winner is the person who lasts the longest. I say the winner is the person who loses. Yeah, that made sense to me. The sport is said to involve very little native skill, which is in double quote marks. Simply an ability to... Oh, good. Simply an ability to have your tool bitten and not care. There's a reference there. I'm not going to follow it, but somewhere in that reference it refers to... The ability to have your tool bitten and not care. I assume tool in that context refers to genitalia. 
The former world champion, Reg Meller, is credited with instituting the practice of wearing white trousers in ferret-legging matches to better display the blood from the wounds caused by the animals. Good on you, Reg Meller. That's some smart thinking there, buddy. Wearing white to show the blood. Smart. Competitors can attempt from outside their trousers to dislodge the ferrets, but as the animals can maintain a stronghold for long periods, their removal can be difficult. The ferrets are occasionally put inside the contestants' shirts in addition to their trousers. An attempt to introduce a female version of the sport, ferret busting, in which female contestants introduced ferrets down their blouses, proved unsuccessful. That's a shame. That's a loss for the ladies. Origin is a heading. The origin of ferret legging is disputed. The sport seems to have... It's just idiotic. The sport seems to have... The idiotic sport seems to have become popular among coal miners in Yorkshire, England, as we learnt earlier in the article, in the 1970s, though some Scots claim it gained popularity in Scotland. According to Marlene Blackburn of the Richmond Ferret Rescue League, ferret legging originated in public houses. I'm going to click on that because I don't think a public house is what I think it is. It's a pub. Where patrons would bet on who could keep the ferret in his pants the longest. The sport may alternatively have originated during the time when only the relatively wealthy in England were allowed to keep ferrets used for hunting, forcing the animal poachers to hide their illicit ferrets in their trousers to avoid detection by gamekeepers. A bit of repetition there, someone's padding out the article on ferret legging. The pastime gained attention in a humorous article written by Don Katz, entitled Dr. Katz. Does anyone remember that... um Cartoon? It was like really jiggly, squiggly lines. He was a psychologist. Dr. Katz. Might warrant a rewatch. Entitled King of the... I think I heard someone just taking my TV from the other room. But nobody else is home. I'll check that out later, but for now... The pastime gained attention in a humorous article written by Don Katz, entitled King of the Ferret Leggers, in the October 1987 issue of Outside magazine. Katz described ferrets as having claws like hypodermic needles and teeth like number 16 carpet tacks. There's just no analogy like a number 16 carpet tack analogy. James Howard of The Fresno Bee said Katz failed to explain why anyone would want to participate in a sport such as ferret legging, but the article offers a glimpse into the human need to challenge the edges of human endurance. So this is James Howard commenting on cats, commenting on ferret-legging. Don't know anything about him, but I don't like James Howard. Records is a heading. In 1972, the ferret-legging record stood at 40 seconds. A few years later, the record had risen to over one minute, and eventually to 90 minutes. We can see this is the steady march of people taking silly shit too seriously. In 1977, Edward Simpkins, don't like him already, from the Isle of Wight, W-I-G-H-T, they spell white wrong there, set the new world record of 5 hours and 10 minutes. Although he only had one ferret in his trousers during the first 4 hours and two for the last 70 minutes. Alright, a couple of things. Then what's the point in having rules? Is one of the points. And the second point is, I wonder if the ferrets have a an award for the longest time spent in human pants. Simpkins sustained two large bites during his record-breaking attempt, but continued to play a game of darts undeterred. 
I've gone from disliking Edward Simpkins with a vitriol never seen before to quite liking the fellow. He played darts. Good on him. Retired miner Reg Meller from Barnsley set the new world record time of 5 hours and 26 minutes on the 5th of July 1981. I was three at the annual Penine, Penini, Penine, Penine show at Holmfirth, Yorkshire. That's a mouthful, Holmfirth. That could be anywhere between two and five syllables. He had practiced the sport since his youth, but had received no recognition. I wonder if he got time off school to practice putting ferrets down his pants. I wonder if it was a movie we would see a montage of him doing otherwise normal tasks, but with ferrets down his pants. Walking up some stairs at the library. Waxing a surfboard. Cleaning a pair of jeans against a rock in India. Picking leaves of mint off a mint plant in his garden, on his knees, with gardening attire on, and ferrets down his pants. Baking a casserole with ferrets down his pants. Alright, I'm done with that. So he had practiced the sport since his youth, but had received no recognition until he set the new world record. Meller, who had hunted with ferrets in the dales outside Barnsley for many years, had grown accustomed to keeping them in his trousers to keep them warm and dry when out working in the rain. Meller's trick was to ensure that the ferrets were well fed before they were inserted into his trousers. It would give them some spotted dick to sate them. In 1986, Meller attempted to break his own record before... Why? Why? Before a crowd of 2,500 spectators, intending to beat the magic six-hour mark, the four-minute mile of ferret-legging. Fun fact, the whole four-minute mile thing is a bust. After five hours, most of the attendees had become bored and left. Workmen arrived to dismantle the stage, despite Meller's protests that he was on his way to a new record. According to Adrian Tame of the Sunday Herald's Sun, Meller retired after that experience, disillusioned and broken-hearted. I, I'm tearing up a little bit for him here. The, the image of them packing up the stage while he's, while he's still on it with a couple of ferrets down his trousers. So anyway, he retired after that experience, disillusioned and heartbroken, but with his dignity and manhood intact. I think someone's being funny there. Meller had hoped to organise an annual national competition held in his hometown of Barnsley and offered a prize of one zero zero pounds to anyone who would attend, who could beat him. Frank Bartlett, a retired headmaster, and Christine Farnsworth broke Meller's record in 2010. The pair managed 5 hours and 30 minutes, raising £1,000 for the Whittington community first responders. Heading, reception, and we got a picture, and Jesus Christ, this is the teeth of a ferret. Oh, I can only, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm picturing my own, um, oh, this, oh. Despite the sharp teeth, ferrets have been called generally harmless, fun-loving creatures by people associated with the sport. Ferret legging has existed for centuries, but the sport made a brief resurgence in popularity during the 1970s. According to a 2005 report published in the English Northern Echo newspaper, whether due to a lack of brave contestants or complaining wives, ferret legging is now a dying sport. Wow. That is being replaced by ferret racing, in which the animals race through a plastic pipe with no genitalia in it. 
Although the sport, I added the last little bit there, although the sport is now uncommon, annual competitions were held at the Richmond Highland Games and Celtic Festival in Richmond, Virginia, from 2003 through to 2009. I can't help but wonder if there was a way that you could combine ferrets, genitalia, chess, and boxing into a new sort of sport and snowboarding that people could take far too seriously. In 2007, the Manitoba Ferret Association held a ferret legging competition in St. Vital Park, Winnipeg. Perhaps some of those words were pronounced wrong. To raise money in support of the organization's shelter for homeless ferrets. Marlene Blackburn, who works with the Ferret Rescue League to ensure that no ferrets are harmed in the sport, claims that during the years the competitions have been held in Richmond, no contestant has ever been bitten, although some may get a few scratches. According to Kelly Yeager of the Manitoba Ferret Association, the animals actually like small, confined spaces. Jay Luger, I swear that's someone taking my TV. Jay Luger, spokesman for the Richmond Highland Games and Celtic Festival, Celtic Celtic. Oh Jesus, I should know that. Celtic. Celtic. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Celtic Festival said ferrets are generally very harmless, fun-loving creatures. I saw a ferret this morning in a party hat, breakdancing on the street. They love fun. Reg Meller, again, however, commented that at their very worst, they can be cannibals. Things that live only to kill, that'll eat your eyes out to get at your brain. Reg Meller's got, got quite the imagination. I wonder if he'd be good at drawing. Christopher Borelli, of The Blade, describes ferret legging as a remarkable sport in which you get more agony of defeat than thrill of victory. I think I'd get agony of victory. And Lewis Mahoney of the Richmond Times-Dispatch said that it is sure to bring a laugh. Cracked listed... Did Cracked get renamed recently? Cracked listed it as... Cracked listed it. It's a mouthful. Cracked listed it as the fifth most baffling sport in the world. The... I want to know what the other four were. Will you bear with me, folks? As I open this... Yes. Yes, always use that app. Commitment there. Oh, this is one of those sites where you got to load a new page for each of the new things. I will not be a part of their advertising revenue. Number eight's shin-kicking, and they can go to hell for their multiple-page listicle. The Atlanta Journal's Scott Bernade commented that anyone who has tried ferret-legging will agree that falling off a mountain isn't all that bad. Oh, Scott, you character. American sports writer Rick Riley of ESPN tried ferret-legging as part of his quest to find the world's dumbest sport for a book published in 2010. Book seems like a bit of a dumb medium for the topic of world's dumbest sport. Let's put these things on paper. With ink! That is an effective way to get the stupidness of the... I've lost interest in that sentence. Mella made a brief... I think Mella wrote this article. Reg Meller. Meller made a brief appearance in the 1976 television documentary presented by actor and writer Brian Glover, entitled It's No Joke Living in Barnsley, in which he demonstrated ferret-legging. During his appearance on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, really, in May 1996, actor, oh, Paul Hogan, Crocodile Dundee, 
spent much of the interview with Leno talking. Oh, Leno. Leno. Oh, that's Jay's surname. Spent much of the interview with Leno talking about ferret legging, which he identified as a new Australian Olympics event. In November 1992, the J. Walter Thompson advertising firm produced television commercials for the California State Lottery that compared Kino with ferret legging. One of the commercials concludes that Kino, as you can imagine, is lots better than a ferret in your trousers. And that's it, folks. We are at the end. If you are a ferret that has spent 5 hours and 30 minutes in a man's trousers and you would like to voice your opinion, tell us your side of the story, did you get to know the other ferret well during that time? Did you do any biting? Did you do any scratching? Did you do any sniffing? Head on over to... Oh, it's been a while. I've forgotten the URL. Oh, nobody cares. Was there something else? Audible or Squarespace? Do I have sponsors? Something I have to read out? No? No. Alright then. Bye!